Clifford Nikorski show. Ah! Sorry for doing that in your ear. I'm sure that's a nightmare. Um, how about this? I did one of those cool 90s uh, songs for the background where you use your mouth for all the instruments. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it needs the bass line though. That was a little slap pop bass with my mouth. Isn't that cool? You didn't know I was so damn good at slap pop mouth bass. Um, that's me flicking my my mouth, that little cowbell. Hey, um, doesn't it sound exactly like exactly like uh, um, the music from Doug? Um, yeah, I don't know, guys, girls, lizards, dusty cats, Boyle Heights turtles, um, gross mutant koi in the pond. Um, I don't know how you guys are doing today, but I'm in one of those kind of hell moods where I don't feel good. I hate my face. I hate my hair. I want to shave my head and scream uh, naked on the roof and then wait till the police come and try to talk me down. And when they get here, say, it's, I'll get down, but only under these um, circumstances. And they'll go, the guy will be yelling through his megaphone. And the helicopter, like, because the helicopter is showing up now, and the pool, it's a full standoff. I'm not getting down, okay? And they're going, what do you need? What are your requests? They got the guy, he's the cooler. He's going to calm me down. All right? What can we do? I'm the negotiator. I want to watch a fucking show on one of these goddamn streaming services. Okay, what's the problem? Do you need anyone's passcode? No, I got Netflix. My friend gave me the Netflix passcode. My mom gave me the HBO Max passcode. I can watch anything I want. I got Hulu Premium. My other buddy hooked me up. Thanks, Aaron. Guess what? I can watch anything. 
I got thousands and thousands of shows to pick from. Well, then what do you want? Well, I can't pick a show. How can we help you? Have you tried to start the wire? No, it's been talked about too much. And people keep referencing it in their jokes. So now it's being referenced in real life, like I really should watch it. And then it's being referenced constantly in jokes and people sarcastically mentioning that they should watch it. So now I'm double sick and three times as curious. Well, what do you want us to do about it? I don't know. Just fix it. Just find me a show. All right. We'll find you a show. All right. I'll wait. What else do you want? I want food. What kind of food? We'll get you whatever you want. Just come off the roof. Put on pants, sir. I'm saying, no, no, no. I won't do it until I eat. We'll get you anything. Um, we'll have somebody run to Chick-fil-A right now. Don't fuck with me. And they, uh, and I make a move towards the edge of the roof and they know I mean business. Stop, stop, stop! Everybody back off! The negotiator tells uh, all the cops that are, you know, have their guns, tasers, pepper spray. They got everything, the full arsenal out. They got a drone buzzing around me too. There's a helicopter at about a thousand feet and then about 20 feet above my head there's a little drone kind of buzzing around getting a view and I go lose the drone the copter can stay and then I uh, ask the negotiator real quick I go hey that got hey that uh, helicopter it don't got a, a rope ladder does it and this guy says, you know, it, it does. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, but the, th the thing is with that, rope ladders sound like a great idea, like when you drop one of those things from a helicopter and you make an escape. The problem is the wind and everything. You forget that um, your arms probably aren't strong enough to hold on with the wind and the looseness of the rope ladder. It's actually way more difficult. You could probably only hang on that thing, much less climb on it for about three minutes most. And it's gonna take you at least six minutes to get up that ladder or more. I mean, it could take up to uh, 11, 12 minutes. I'm thinking to myself, I think I'm gonna take my chances. And then I say, get my old crew together, okay? I wanna talk to them. And they said, no. And then, um, one of the detectives who just got here goes, what's he talking about? Who's this crew he wants to meet up with? And the negotiator, he kind of covers the mouthpiece on the bullhorn he's yelling through, even though he just has to let go of the trigger. Um, he says to the detective, he wants to meet with the damn bastards. And the detective goes, 
Holy shit. Not the damn bastards. And the negotiator goes, yeah, the damn bastards. And for you guys that don't know, the damn bastards is the crew that I used to run with back in the day. Okay? And it's when they had a Netflix, but you would have to order the DVDs through the mail. And me and my crew, the damn bastards, we would go around the neighborhoods, okay? And pretty boldly, day or night, we'd come through town and we'd go through the mailboxes and collect <coughs> Netflix DVDs. And the, um, we got our name because the dads would come out and they'd be like, I can't wait to watch Adam 12. I got a whole season, season four of Adam 12, disc one, and, and two. And um, they would get to their mailbox and Netflix would say, hey, they'd check their uh, account and it would say that um, their movies should be there today. And they go out and they're in their boxer shorts and socks and they go out shirtless with their nipples, their uh, wild nipples exposed to the air and all the neighbors can see them go into their mailbox. They, some of the neighbors complain, like the older women. Oh, God, put a shirt on. Can be overheard from the neighbors' houses. Husbands are overhearing it. Hey, what's up? What do you mean put a shirt on? Oh, do you see Ricky across the street? He's going to the mailbox again with his, sh with his shirt off. His hot pink nipples. Oh, it's just a mess, oh. It's like a peep show. And uh, the husband goes, oh, oh, whatever. And he goes back to painting his die-cast metal Civil War characters with the uh, magnifying glass glasses that he wears. And as the dad realizes that there is no movie, no DVD, in his mailbox, he looks down the street and he sees us just rounding the corner. And I, I got a handful of those red envelopes and he knows I got his DVD. And he go scream and he they would scream these dads and especially this one. He was the guy who yelled it the loudest. He's the guy that he kind of sealed the deal that that needed to be the name. He'd go, you damn bastards! And so we would, um, we were like, that's us, man. We're the damn bastards. We were all out eating. Uh, we went to Jack in the Box to see what, see what DVDs we got and eat. Uh, eat tacos, you know, two tacos for 99 cents, you'd lay down 10 bucks, you got 20 tacos. All four damn bastards ate like kings. All right? 
So, you got the damn bastards. We're sitting there. We're looking through the DVDs. And we're laughing about this guy who we could hear him yelling as we drove off. Laughing. You damn bastards! And so we're like, that is us, man. We are the damn bastards. And so this detective goes, those are the damn bastards. And the negotiator goes, yeah, he's, the, he's kind of the ringleader. And lo and behold, the detective is the very same cop who gave us the name. Yep, that's him. He lives across the street from Ricky, who's painting the Civil War diecast um, medals, uh, statu little mini statues with his magnifying glasses. glasses. And um, his wife's out there watching the peep show, his hot pink nipples out in the sun, screaming, damn bastards! And so, that's him. He's furious, and he says into the walkie-talkie, he goes, take the shot. And the negotiator screams, no! And I look over because I hear the negotiator scream, but it's too late. The shot has been fired. And it hit me. It hit me right in the fucking face. And um, they got me. They got me good. And that was the end of the damn bastards. The negotiator said, that was the last of them. That was the last of the damn bastards.